Alright guys, welcome back to the pod, daily, June 6th, um, Tuesday, 2023, um, yeah, today was kind of chill, I was kind of trying to just follow up with some stuff, so... I'm gonna see if I what happens after this job interview I scheduled for Friday. Doctor's appointment Thursday. I thought it was Wednesday, but it, I checked and it's gonna be Thursday. And um, I really don't have much to say. I, you know, just tried to have a good chill day today, so that worked out fine. Um. Like, I didn't really know what I was going to get up to today, but, um, yeah, like, uh, I've been enjoying my solo, solo style kind of day, um, just kind of was on the phone for quite a bit trying to get some stuff done with selling the car and this job interview and, I gotta call somebody else back tomorrow for some thing. I can't remember what it, what it what it's called, but someone called me. Um, I think it's about some school. I don't know. Like, I've signed. I've I've been doing like a lot of job applications, so I'm getting kind of annoyed that I'm getting. Like, I think that I think Indeed sells your information, or some of these places sell your information when you apply. Because I'm like, like, I keep a list of the places I apply to, but this place that's calling me back isn't, um, isn't a place that I applied to for, uh, for school or anything. It was for work, so, um, I don't really, I don't really know. Uh, I kind of just didn't feel like calling him back, honestly, because I was back and forth on the phone with a couple other places today, and I was just like, oh my goodness, like, so I just kind of laid low today trying to, like, do all the stuff that I need to do kind of from home, a little bit of paperwork, I did some paperwork stuff last night, um, a lot of paperwork yesterday, actually, um, I got a lot done, I'm not doing like way too much uh and yeah like um yeah that's I don't really know um kind of what else I'm planning on getting up to this week. It's just busy stuff, you know? Um, Nothing super creative. Uh, I'm getting a little pumped up about about this drag show. Uh, um, Saturday night. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to get ready for that. I don't know what I'm going to wear. I'm, uh, thinking of some options of styles, but I don't really know yet for sure. Um, got a couple things in mind, though. Uh, and yeah, I'm kind of glad, you know, I've made some, I've made some new local friends. Um, it's kind of cool, like, um you know, like, it's always nice to make, like, local queer friends, like, that's always nice, um, uh, but I know, you know, I'm mostly focusing on career-related stuff, and, uh, it's kind of hard for me to really, um, you know, what do you call it, like, 
I wouldn't say maintain, but it's kind of hard to like, uh, you know, I guess cultivate is the word. Like it's hard to like cultivate new relationships right now, even just friendships and even the friendships I have, it's like, I'm really kind of like, you know, for people who aren't in San Diego, if they're not in touch with me on a pretty regular basis, I'm kind of not engaging. Like, I'm kind of only really engaging with people who are engaging with me, if that makes sense. Um, I'm not trying to be selfish. It's just, it just takes so much energy to be talking to people all the time. And I don't have energy to do that. And, you know, it's kind of just a lot. Like, if people aren't really sharing with me what they're doing in their lives, I'm kind of not really taking the energy to kind of ask or reach out. Um, and I don't really think it's a depression thing. Um, I do tend to get pretty isolated a lot, um, when I'm just not doing so well, but yeah, I don't think this is that. I I, I don't think, um, you know, the way that I've kind of changed things up lately, you know, I don't think it's like, it doesn't feel like I'm isolating because, you know, I feel too fatigued or, you know, don't have the energy to want to be around others. It's not so much like that. I'm just, I'm just kind of like wanting to do my own thing, be in my own head, um, work on my own goals. Uh, I don't really care what anybody needs from me right now. I don't want anyone to need anything from me. Um, you know, that's everything from like, hanging out to like doing stuff or meeting up or doing anything like you know I'm starting to get pretty selfish with my energy um it's pride month this is probably the first pride month that I'm choosing to only do the things that I want to do and I was kind of recognizing that uh like yesterday or the day before I was like you know and it's not bad but like usually you know, usually I do kind of, uh, you know, let other people choose and like, I wait and see like, which tickets are you guys getting or what tickets do you want to have? And I kind of wait and, and see on that, like which tickets, you know, which tickets are we going to purchase? And then I try to like get the tickets that my friends are getting and kind of like just follow along, you know, and that's cool, but I mean, the thing is, too, like, when I'm in San Diego, I kind of default to bars and clubs, and so it's, like, you know, queer bars and clubs, and so to do it for Pride, too, like, sometimes I'm like, dude, I just kind of want to do something different. Um, I kind of like to venture out a little bit more, have a little bit more adventure, Um, and I feel like, you know, my main queer friend group in San Diego isn't really, like, I wouldn't say they're not adventurous, but as a group, we're not adventurous, like, as a group, we kind of always do the same stuff, um, and sometimes there's other stuff going on, but, I mean, I'm not bored of it, I just, you know, it's kind of a refreshing, nice little change up, like, I was, I was initially getting a little bit disappointed with the prices of all these concerts and everything, like, you know, 2022 and 2023 have been crazy as far as price ranges for concerts. Like, oh my gosh, like, I don't think I've ever spent this much money on concerts, you know, um, festivals, you name it. Like, it's all like super heavy priced. Um, and I know people are trying to make up for, you know, lost wages um, people are trying to, you know, everything costs so much more now, it's like, you know, everything, cost of production, you know, cost of use of venues, cost of expenses on the end of the, of the musicians, as well as on the end of, you know, the venues, and everything that has to do with it, everything costs more now, and all that trickles down into the the cost for the tickets, you know, they have to make a profit off of the ticket sales, and so to remedy that, they gouge, you know, 
and there's these crazy service fees sometimes I'm like damn like so I was getting pretty disappointed about all that and then I was like you know then I went through a phase where I was like for a little bit where I was like it's pride month like screw all this like I'm not gonna buy into all this like corporate bs you know like I've been thinking this for some years uh I'm not trying to get all negative about it but you know and I think you know with it being pride month I do need to post more uh pride month relevant content because it is relevant to my life for sure um but you know I would just say um I, um, uh, like, yeah, in LA, I've kind of calmed the party down, which is kind of hard to do because LA has some good freaking parties, but, you know, I've, it's kind of a weird shift for me. It's like, like, I'm kind of participating in more wholesome activities um, which reminds me, I gotta send something to one of my friends, um, but, um, yeah, um, let me see, I gotta send this to When I record late, I, I, I just don't think very smoothly. Like, it's 9.30 right now, so p.m., and so I'm I'm kind of out of it, honestly. Um, I woke up early as usual. I woke up at, like, a little before 6 a.m., but um, I didn't get going that early. I didn't, I didn't do any pod episodes early this morning at all. Um... I didn't have my normal schedule today. Uh, I just kind of wing. I've just been winging it, honestly. But yeah, what I was saying about like Pride Month stuff, like I went through this phase, like when I started noticing <clears throat> all the marketing uh, towards Pride related stuff. Like it was a few years ago when I started noticing all of a sudden, like every company, every major brand had you know, sports attire, like, Nike, Reebok, Target, every store you go into, like, everywhere, you know, even on television, you'd see stuff about, you know, Pride events, and Pride Month, and Pride Parades, and rainbows all over, like, the bottom screens of the, whatever you're watching, like, I don't even really watch TV that much, but when I was, like, I'd, like, walk past the TV, and I'd see, like, a little pride flag in the corner, and I'm, like, what is this? It's, like, oh, it's, like, the news or whatever. (laughs) It's, like, not even some, like, relevant show, but then it's, like, the whole rest of the year is, like, where are these people then, you know? It's, like, you know, um, you know, on Bad Queer's podcast, they were talking about how there's only, oh, there's over 500 laws, um, 500 policies, you know, against, you know, the LGBT community in the U.S., and I don't know if that's, if that's, like, because I know every state's different, but, um, there's over 500 now, uh, which is not good, you know, that's a lot, like, can you name any other group of people right now that has 500 laws against them, you know, um, that's not okay, you know, and, you know, I see that there's maybe these big corporations that support, or I don't know if they're supporting, I don't think that's the right word, some are, some aren't, 
I don't know which ones are and which ones aren't, but I would say, you know, people are calling out the ones who are kind of slipping a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know what the heck happened with Budweiser or Bud, whatever, Anheuser Bush. I don't know what it was. Something happened that I can't wrap my head around the story. Um, all the stuff against, you know, drag shows. Like, I know that they're saying, like, you know, they want to protect minors and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, technically, usually when there's a drag show, usually these are not happening in child spaces. That's something that I think might be some new thing. Um, cause usually with drag shows, it's usually in bars and clubs and places like that. Um, so to have them like in broad daylight in the middle of the week, like in kids, like class trips going and things like that is like, that's a whole other thing that I'm just like, I don't really know what to say about it. Like, cause the way that they're the things that I guess the laws are concerning or, you know, the way it's worded is technically about, you know, people doing performance-based work, wearing, um, you know, um, I don't know what the word is, but it has something to do with gender-related attire. Um on um property like if they're doing these performances in gender related attire that's not their assigned gender at birth then they could be you know um reprimanded for this and now what what the punishment is I don't really know but you know that was a piece of legislation that was you know supposed to be taking place or something because so many people were complaining about kids being exposed to drag queens and I'm just like what is going on like like I don't know like my life is so far removed from all like I don't have kids like I don't you know so I'm like I don't even know but um I know that there were some drag queens reading um children's stories on TikTok or something um First of all, what I want to say, I'm not a parent, but first of all, what I want to say is if a parent decides that their kid can watch TikTok, they got to be ready for whatever comes that way. Um, I mean, that's not the fault of the drag queens. They have every right to go and read children's stories if that's what they want to do. Now, I know it's marketing towards kids, but also, if you're letting your kids on these apps, that's your own problem. That's how I see it. It's like, if you don't want your kids exposed to the content, then don't let them go on the apps, you know? And people will say, oh, like, whatever they need. I I don't know. I personally, if I had kids, uh, I don't know, like, I... I know the importance of being savvy with technology. I know the importance of being, uh, you know, well-versed in knowing how to use different social media. I know it's important to be able to communicate with peers and friends and it, it's impacting on a social life. I don't see any reason for a kid to have TikTok. In all honesty, I don't. Um... Instagram is kind of in that same category. These are not necessities. And Facebook, too. Like, I'm kind of like... I don't think kids really need these apps. I mean, if you want to talk to your friends, you can text them or whatever. Um, You don't really need to be on those types of apps because of what they do to a person's brain. Like, they have addictive qualities to them. Um, you know, I was watching one of Bia Hez's videos where he was kind of saying, like, 
how he was like not going on social media anymore um and yeah i i even developed a pretty high level of anxiety from all the multitasking and checking apps and like the scrolling around i definitely noticed it impacted my sleep like i'm not that disciplined with like getting off my phone it impacted my sleep um it impacted my anxiety levels it impacted my you know ability to just stay calm uh throughout the day like I felt myself just becoming a little like scatterbrained a little bit having trouble focusing and jumping from task to task um I had to like just stop being on that kind of stuff and after a while it just took a few days and it kind of calmed down but just from my experience being on it just for fun going back and forth with friends and stuff and having a good time on there and like I'd be like in a work meeting and we'd be like you know, having a Teams chat, and then people would privately go outside the Teams chat and be on Instagram, just, like, sending each other different things or whatever, just for fun, you know, and then, you know, it would go on throughout the day, and just little things like that, and it would be, like, back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth, and it's like, I'm checking this, and, like, I got a client texting me on my work phone, and I got a company calling me on my work phone, and I got a client calling me on my work phone, and then my boss is sending me a message on Teams, and then I got an email from some other part of the company, and then I got, you know, some other work friends sending me a couple things in, like, the thread that we're on, and it's like, you know, it would go on like that for, like, days, and it was fun, but at the same time, it's like, when you get into a moment when you have, like, like, a crisis come up at work or something, and then, you know, you're just like, oh, shit, like, now I gotta switch my focus to all this, and then when you're done with that intense part of work, but you're still on the clock, and then you go back, and there's all these different things, just like, now I have all these other messages I haven't checked, because I've been for, like, the last hour or two, like, over here doing this other stuff, like, I'm a grown adult, you know, and I have the ability to not engage with it, and I was doing it because it was fun, but I do think the stuff is addictive, and it it does negatively impact people, um, I think it positively impacts people, too, but one thing that Bia Heza was mentioning, too, is, like, you know, a lot of times you'll be scrolling around, for example, and it's, like, can you remember any of the stuff that you clicked on or some of it? Um, like I remember recently, I think today or yesterday, maybe a combo of today and yesterday. I don't know how I got into like watch looking at all this content on Instagram about Nike's new like they have this shoe that looks like a wave, but to me it looked like a computer, like a gaming mouse and I was like this looks like a weird gaming mouse, and then I realized it was, like, a shoe, I'm like, ew, um, you gotta check it out, it looks crazy, and then they have all these weird, snuggly, plushy-looking, I don't know what you call them, outfits, (laughs) snuggies, I don't know what they are, they look like they're cushioned, cushioned bagging clothing, clothing, I, blanket clothing I don't know it's like lounge snuggle clothing kind of they look like snuggies but they're like padded or something I don't know and then I saw these like chairs they have these chairs that kind of um kind of look like shoes like the shoe like the Nike shoes um are just like some inflatable or you know uh, comfy little chairs made by Nike. Um, I don't know why I was looking at all that, but I was looking at that. But I know I looked at more than just that today. Um, and that's all I can really remember off the top of my head. I know I messaged some friends a couple things and then sent something to my sister last night. Of these little baby bunnies or something. Uh, and rewatched a couple really funny ones, like the one with that pastor that's like on some kind of harness and he's like flying over the congregation or something. Like I remember sending that to my sister way back, um, and we were laugh we were laughing because we always 
laugh about that, you know, we used to go to church, um, you know, as a family, and, <laughs> like, growing up, and, you know, there would always be these days that's like, you know, we had a lot of friends that didn't go to church or weren't very familiar with church, and, you know, we'd hang out with them so much that on occasion they'd come to church, it would be like an event or like a food day or something like that, potluck day, or they'd be sleeping over and then like, oh, you just wake up and like, we're not going to leave them in our house, but if they want to go to church, they're more than welcome, because that's what we were going to do anyways, and so we'd go to church. And we always would laugh that, like, on the day that you bring your friends to church, that's always the day where they have some awkward, embarrassing thing going on um, that's, like, not a normal church service. Um, so I sent that to her with the that little clip of the pastor on a harness flying up above the congregation back towards the stage or whatever, and... I was like, bring your friend to church day. <laughs> it's like, this is the kind of thing that happens when you bring your friends to church. It's like, it just happens to be the day where like the weirdest thing is going on. Um, I remember once bringing one of my friends to church who had gone multiple times. And this day it was, a. Uh, this is like probably 15, 20 years ago. Um, on this day, it was um, like an interactive um, you know, resurrection, <laughs> I don't know, resurrection week, kind of, like, it was, like, Easter-themed, but, like, you know, you know how a lot of churches have different rooms for, like, the little classes and stuff, and so each room, instead of having the sermon, each of those rooms had some kind of theme of, like, what might have happened at the Last Supper, or what might have happened um, you know, before that, or, like, you know, what, you know, different rooms, you know, uh, different things related to Jesus, or whatever, like, there was, like, I guess there was, like, sand, where you could, like, write your sins in the sand, or something, and there was, I don't know if this is, if that was even related to this, but, yeah, there was, like, a, like, a room with, like, palm fronds, and a room with, like, you know, like, I don't know, there were all these different kind of things that you could, like, look at, and, like, they put some effort into it, but it was strange, like, it wasn't a normal, like, go to church, you know, have the songs, have all the little parts in between with the offering and prayers and all these different things, and then there's a sermon and you go home, like, and whenever this friend would come to church, it was always some weird thing that was just, like, not, like, a regular service, and he was always like, why is your church always, like, your church is weird, and I'm like, I know it's weird, but this isn't normally how it is, like, you just happen to come on the days where they have some weird, creative thing going on that's, like, really awkward, um, but yeah, like, um, but yeah, like, when it comes to, you know, social media, I don't really think, I don't really think, um, I mean, I don't know, I don't really have kids, so I don't really know how I would feel about it, but I think I would worry about my kids being online, um, getting access to stuff that I don't even know what they're watching, I don't know what they're looking at, I don't know what they're, what they're viewing, like, you know, most of us, you know, millennials who grew up, you know, way back in the day, like, most people had, like, a desktop, we didn't, like, before laptops were, like, super, super popular, most people had desktops, and that's a less private thing, most people had televisions, that's a less private thing, um, I'm not saying that, like, kids have the right to privacy, I'm just saying, like, I don't think I want any adults that I don't know influencing my kids, and if you give them access to social media, that's what's gonna happen, you're gonna have adults that you don't know influencing your kids, and then they're going to be influencing them with stuff that you might not value. Uh, I don't think it has anything to really do with the queer community. I think it has to do with parents teaching their kids their own values um, and not letting them just openly expose themselves to God only knows what, you know. Um, I don't think I would have any problem with my kids watching drag queens, but I do know that 
the drag shows I've been to. A lot of them have a lot of adult themes in them. Um, and I don't think I would ever avoid educating my kids about the types of people that exist. Um, at an age-appropriate level, it's kind of like you got to teach your kids the types of people they're going to come across so that when they see them on the internet or on the television or out in public, they know, you know. Um, I laugh because there's this uh, show, Master of None. Really funny. To me, it's really funny. I don't know. Maybe it's not funny, but to me, it's funny. There's this episode where the main character is babysitting his kid, his friend's kids for like the afternoon real quick while the mom goes and runs some errands or goes to work or whatever she needs to do. And, you know, he's babysitting her kids and the kids are, they're not bad kids. They're just kids, you know, they just do what they're going to do. If you don't have your eye on them, they're doing some random thing. Um, and so the kids were, you know, doing this, um, you know, they were walking into this, like, Froyo, um, shop, and they're like, black lady, Asian man, like, stuff like that, and they're just like, and the, you know, the guy who's, like, trying to babysit them is like, you know, that's rude, like, stop calling out people's ethnicities, you know, um, and that's kind of how, I would see, like, I've never seen kids really do that, but that's how I would kind of see, um, that, that people might be afraid to teach their kids about stuff, because kids are kind of loose cannon sometimes, and they just say whatever, and, like, you know, nobody wants their kids kind of walking around just pointing and labeling people and stuff, but it's like, if your kids don't know the differences between the people that they see, I mean, that, I think, is going to be a bigger issue. Um, and I think that's all it really, really takes is educating them. Um, but I think a lot of the parents need education, too. Um, there's just a lot of fear, you know? There's so much fear about the LGBT community because of all the propaganda that's been spread over the years, decades. Um, all kinds of stupid stuff, like about pedophilia and about, you know, all kinds of stuff that's not accurate at all that people think. I mean, look up the statistics, people. Like, seriously, there are statistics on things. Like, you know, there's all these themes that people were taught that are not accurate. You know, a person's not necessarily gay because their mother, you know, like, like if a man is gay, that means that his mother had some kind of issue. Or if a woman is a lesbian, that means that, you know, there was some issue with like a man in her life, like her father. I mean, that's BS, you know, um, you know gay people aren't more likely to be, you know, pedophiles or rapists or molesting people or taking advantage of people. That's a whole other type of people that are doing those things that have different kinds of illnesses going on. This has nothing to do with the LGBT community. Um, is there some overlap? Like, of course, there's going to be people in the LGBT community that have different types of illnesses that would lead them to do that stuff, as well as in the hetero community that would lead them to do that stuff. But it doesn't mean that the majority of, you know, LGBT people are like that. That's not accurate thinking at all. Um, most people don't know, not most people, but a lot of people who are prejudiced against LGBT people the people that they're prejudiced against, they don't know anybody like that. A lot of people don't know trans people. They don't know any. They don't so socialize with them. They don't associate with them. Most of the people that I know that I've met who are prejudiced don't know anybody who is like that. Or they don't know anybody who's openly talking about it. 
Like, I've had friends that were LGBT friends that were prejudiced, you know, against trans people. And they would say things around other people that I knew, you know, were trans, but they didn't maybe look like it um, on the outside. And I'm just sitting there, like, you know, head in hand, like, oh, my gosh, like, this person needs to shut up, you know. Um, but people just reveal their own ignorance and, you know, they can be prejudiced and, um, you know, there's still prejudice even in the LGBT community. Um, there can be prejudice against trans people, prejudice against different ethnicities of people, prejudice against bi people, um, there's all kinds of weird prejudices that, you know, a lot of times people just take these ideas that they're taught and run with it. You know, when I was growing up, the idea about, about bi people that I heard people say more was that like bi people are, um, bi people are, um, greedy. I'm like, greedy? Like, what does that mean? (laughs) Like, how's a bi person greedy? How's a bisexual person greedy? That doesn't make any sense. But that was a common um, thing that people were saying. And then, you know, when you're in the LGBT community, you hear people say, oh, I would never date a bi person because I'm insecure about them, you know, leaving me for someone of a different gender. And it's like, what does that have to do with anything? Like... Anybody could leave you for somebody of a different gender. Like, it doesn't matter what their gender is. Like, none of that matters. Like, anybody can, at some point in their lives, leave you. You know, you can be a woman dating, you know, you can be a hetero cis woman dating a hetero cis man. And both of you are hetero. And one of you breaks up with the other one and leaves for someone of a different gender that can happen with hetero couples too like it's you know who knows like it's not like I think it's an ego thing I don't think it's it has anything to do with like bi people at all I think it's just people get insecure they think it's gonna make them look bad or whatever if somebody leaves them for someone of another gender maybe they feel like oh that gender a person has something that I can't give them because Maybe they're really effeminate, or maybe they're really sensitive, or maybe they're really masculine, or really muscular, or have different body parts that, you know, another person can't give you, um, because they don't have those body parts, and maybe that's more the insecurity. It has nothing to do with the bisexual people. Like, they didn't do anything. They're not more likely to cheat. Like, that kind of stuff is just BS. Like, there's so many myths that need to be debunked that, you know, when I, when I start coming across things like some of the newer legislation, I'm like, what is really going on here? Like, what is it really? You know, what it really is, is a bunch of people trying to dictate, you know, to everybody else what they need to do. You know, something else I heard on that, on that pod was, you know, they were talking about Um, there's some politician in Texas that, you know, is pushing a lot of anti-LGBT legislature. He's pushing a lot of it. But then he learns about these laws in Uganda that are against, like, LGBT people and sentencing of people who are you know, caught doing certain things, like if you're in a homosexual relationship or something like that, you can get, I think it's like, you can get like 20 years in prison, uh, based on how many times you've offended, you know, if that's the word, like how many times you've broken the law by being gay, you know, you can get in trouble for being gay. Um, and whatever that looks like in that country. And so this guy in Texas is going around over to um, Uganda threatening them, saying, hey, if you guys want us to keep 
supporting you with resources. If you want U.S. resources, you're going to have to fix some of your LGBT laws because we don't agree with it. Meanwhile, he's back in Texas trying to push anti-LGBT stuff. It's like, what the fuck? You know, it's like, okay, like, so are you against it or aren't you against it? And it's like, there are going to be people in the U.S. who are looking at this politician in Texas saying things like, oh, like, I agree with what he says. Well, do you know that he's telling Uganda to not be prejudiced? And so it's like, okay, you know, like, like, you see stuff like that. And it's like, the more you look, it's like, what is going on? The more you look, you see stuff like this. And so, I don't know, this is just some of the stuff I've come across um, that makes me think, I kind of sit and think about this kind of stuff sometimes, and I like to think, you know, what's really going on? What's what's actually happening? What's really going on here? Um, but yeah, I pretty much was like writing off all the uh, the stuff that seemed like big corporations just trying to make bu- make a buck off the gays, you know, all the pride the pride events and the not events necessarily like i i support them all i support all of it you know um but you know there's stuff that comes up like the like what happened with the dodgers uh pride night and there's some other you know situations that came up where it's like Target having these issues with, you know, some of the thing, some of the items in the stores that have rainbows on them and such, um, saying that the store employees were getting harassed. And it's like, I think there are also like evangelical groups and other groups of extremists that purposely go out and harass people. You know, I think that that happens. And... I don't know how they think that's okay, but they do, and they do it, um, but it's not okay, that's not okay, you know, I would, I would say anyone who has, I don't, I don't consider it guts, I consider it weakness, but anybody who has a weakness to go out and harass people, I would say what they need to do is spend a week with the people that they're trying to harass, and get to know them, get to know people of that type and actually learn about them and talk to them and sit down with them, most people will find out that every effing person, for the most part, has the same desires and the same wants and the same needs. We're all freaking the same, you know? Yeah, we have, like, little things that are different. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to avoid other people judging them. Everyone wants to avoid punishment. Everybody wants pleasure in their lives. You know, everyone wants to be able to eat meals that they like, get pleasure from that, have happy relationships, you know, have some stability with their finances and in their community. I don't know too many people who don't want those things. Um you know, most people value their friends, their loved ones, their passions. And outside of that, it's all just fluff, you know, it's all just little bitty differences that just make us all unique. Um, so that we're not all the same robot, you know, it's like, it's just a little flare. Like, I don't really see what the big deal is. But, you know, there's some people out there that can't stand it. They can't stand someone being different from them um it's hard for me to kind of not be prejudiced against prejudiced people (laughs) like you know I find that to be difficult I find it to be difficult to be accepting of you know ultra religious people who push their weight around or politicians I consider politics to be religion as well um But politicians, you know, to be, they've got a lot of corruption. Um, A lot of these major corporations, too, can be easily brought down. 
um, but something as easy as a rainbow, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of sad to say, but, you know, it's true, you know, it's true, um, it's sad, and, um, yeah, like, it's definitely, you know, when I hear people or see people say a lot of stuff that they say, it's kind of like, where are they getting this from, you know, like, it's ignorance, like, they're not, they're not like, oh, yeah, I used to have these trans neighbors, these trans neighbors who I lived next to, and we were best friends, and, you know, we got along really good, and lived next to each other for five years, and had barbecues, and cookouts, and we would babysit each other's kids, and, like, house sit for each other when we go out of town, and then all of a sudden, there was some big thing that sparked some argument, and now I hate trans people, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm prejudiced now because of that, like, you don't hear stories like that, usually people are like, I've never met a trans person, I don't know one at all, never talked to one, never seen one, don't personally know any, any of them, but I hate them, it's like, really, (laughs) like, you know, I've never seen a drag queen, never been to a drag show, never got out with friends, and experienced it, and had a fun time, but I'm against it, you know, um, never met a gay person, never had a close gay friend, but I don't like them, I think it's wrong, I think it's disgusting, it's like, really guys, really, um, that's kind of what I see in here, um, usually all the hatred comes from fear, and the fear comes from just laziness, of not getting to know people, I mean, the internet is pretty broad, guys. I mean, there's, you know, if, if for people who don't know, who want to know, I mean, the center, um, if you look up the center in your neighborhood or nearby cities, most cities have a, an LGBT center. Most LGBT centers have events that have virtual, like, online, like, Zoom-related um, activities that you can kind of join in on, support groups and whatnot. I mean, you can, you can join a group. You can go online and join a group for, like, once a week, for, like, a month, and listen to people talk and see what they have to say, hear about their experiences, talk to people. Even if you don't want to meet people in person and you don't know any LGBT people, you can be exposed to them, to the culture, to their stories, to their lifestyle, to their lives, you know, um, and learn, you know, there's no excuse anymore, there's no excuse, I mean, there's no excuse, like, I don't think there's any excuse for me to not know a certain type of, type of people, um, I mean, if I said I never knew any Muslims, that would be weird, like, I live in a city in L.A., Like, that would be weird to not ever know any Muslims, you know? That would be weird to not know any Jews. That would be weird to not know any Mexicans. It's like, what the fuck, you know? (laughs) Like, were you, like, living under a rock? Like, you know, like, meet people. Meet different people. And make up your mind for yourself if you're going to hate them or not, you know? It's going to be kind of hard to find justification for hating a whole group of people when you know a variety of them. Um, I can almost dare people to do it, you know, it's just like, you know, like, you can kind of see, okay, maybe certain communities of people might have certain values that I don't think are for me, you know, but it's like, I never really saw why people can't get along, like, even since I was a kid, like, I've always noticed that there's this fear in people, and I never really had that fear too much. Like, I don't know if it's just a personality thing. Like, I get excited when I meet people who are different from me. I get pretty excited about it, and I'm like, oh, cool, they're different. Like, I get to learn so much about what they're like and experience what it's like to hang out with somebody like that. Um, You know... And, you know, it's it's usually a pretty beautiful time, you know? Like, I remember, you know, standing in line at an airport, in, a, in airport security, and 
this guy, this was like a few years ago, and this man, like in a turban, like next to me, is kind of like, he's kind of like, oh man, like, this is, you know, I'm running late, this is going to be a hassle, you know, because he already knew he's going to get searched, and he already knew it was going to be like a massive issue, um, he's like, well, I better take my medication now, because, you know, they're not going to let me bring it in, and I remember, like, just hearing him talk, like, he's kind of talking to me, but we weren't, like, having, like, a deep conversation, he was just kind of explaining his experiences to me, because we were kind of back in the line, and I was just like, damn, like, that sucks, you know, and, you know, I was kind of wishing him, wishing him luck, and hoping it went good for him, and he was kind of like, yeah, they're not going to let you in there with that belt. You got to take your belt off kind of thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks for the reminder kind of thing. And, like, you know, we're just, like, in line. Like, he was kind. And I don't really know, like, what exactly happened. Because um, I went through and that was kind of the end of it. And this last time when I was at the airport, the most recent recent time in March, I was like, oh, like, okay, like, like, I saw a lady, uh, in front of me with, like, a hijab, and I was just, it reminded me of that guy I saw with the turban way back, and I was just like, man, I wonder what her experiences are like at airport security, and I saw how, you know, she went through, they kind of padded where her hair is and didn't make her take off the scarf or anything, and they let her through, and that was fine, like, I'm just like, that's how it should be, you know, like, she's not doing anything wrong, like, if, if she is, you know, they'll, they'll catch it, but it's like, they weren't profiling her or anything, and I was like, cool, you know, um, and that's kind of how, how, how it should be, you know, people shouldn't have to be profiled, you know, you know, there shouldn't be always this, like, strange fear, you know, I feel like if our country didn't have so many types of fears about people's differences, it would be just so much easier, but I feel like because people want to stay so separate, and they're so afraid they'll kind of, like, get out of their boxes, you know, and not be open-minded, you know, like, to me, it just baffles me, like, even if I see people living in a way that I'm like, that is weird, or that's not something I would do, like, for example, there's people around the world that eat all kinds of things that I would never really have an interest in, you know, like, there's some countries where there's, like, rats as street food, like, cooked rats, like, I look at that, and I'm like, you know, that's probably not something that I want to try, will I ever try it? Maybe, but it's not, like, something I desire. Like, I'm not, like, trying to go out of my way to eat it or anything. But you're not gonna see me, like, caring that much, you know, if other people want to eat it. I'll probably just be like, hmm, I hope it's good and it seems disgusting, but clearly they wouldn't sell it if people didn't buy it and people didn't eat it. So, it must be good enough. Um... But there's a lot of stuff that I might see that I might not understand. And I I just can't imagine myself being so upset about what some other person that I don't even know is doing to a point where I'm going to go and harass them. You know, it's like these people who are harassing LGBT people, it's like they're harassing people they don't even know. Like, you know, it's like, what? Like, they're harassing innocent people that they do not even know. It's not like this person teepeed their house or put, like, a bag of shit on their porch or something. Like, these people aren't doing anything to them, and they're just getting attacked. And it's like, really? Like, you can just see somebody and just want to attack them? Like, that comes from some other place. That is not you know, a person who's intellectually curious about different cultures, you know, that is not a person who is challenging their thinking. I mean, the way I see things is, like, it must take a lot of energy to attack another person who's innocently just walking by. 
They're not doing anything to you, you know, to go out of your way to get so angry to attack somebody just because they were kissing somebody and you happened to see it or were holding someone's hand and happened to see it or spoke with a certain accent or did a certain mannerism or were wearing a certain kind of clothing or had a rainbow pin on, you know, it's just... I don't know, a lot of this stuff can change, and, you know, somewhere down the line, I feel like these people were taught that it was okay to do that, um, they've developed so much hatred and fear in their heart that that's how they react, and that's pretty scary, you know, like, I'm a, I'm a member of multiple, multiple minor, minority groups, okay, and so all of my groups have had their own situations going on and you know not that long ago there was a lot of heavy protesting about how black people were you know black people can't use the same restrooms as white people black people can't share the same water fountains as white people black people can't go to the same schools as white people you know don't get the same rights can't have the same quality of anything um and eventually that was kind of not fully done away with but somewhat better than what it was then um it's still a lot of room to grow that's for sure but there's definitely been a lot of movement and I've definitely seen a lot of movement in a forward direction for the LGBT community and it just feels like lately things have moved backwards a little bit more um but there's a lot of room to still move forward and there's a lot of power in social media guys um a lot you know people can use it for good they can use it for evil And I've seen a lot of people kind of using it for evil, but there's a lot of people out there that use it for good, you know, and I would encourage people if they're prejudiced or if they know someone who's prejudiced, you know, go on YouTube and watch some videos and, you know, acclimate yourself, you know, it's possible to get more comfortable with different types of people and you know, people need to challenge themselves more, I really do think they need to challenge themselves more, um, and they, you know, it's a scary thing to do, but I think it's worthwhile, and, yeah, I mean, I sit around thinking about this kind of stuff a lot, like, I don't like to try and be, like, negative about, you know, people doing their own thing and living their own life, Like, I want to think that people are, um, um, you know, trying to be upstanding citizens. Um, there's going to be people who do things differently, who act differently, who are different. And one of the beauties of the United States is that there are so many different people, there are so many different um, ways of life that can be accessed and you can meet so many people from so many places. Um, I've always been fascinated with that, but I understand that a lot of people were never around others, you know? Um, and it's kind of interesting. It's just kind of interesting how people react when they're afraid. They will do all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, it almost reminds me, you know, you see these videos on Instagram, these clips where there's like, you know, a cat that freaks out or something. Somebody sent me this video the other day, um, of this cat that like, I guess it goes outside and like, there's like this little pool or jacuzzi or something and it kind of steps in the water a little bit and realizes it's water and like freaks out 
He starts, like, hopping and jumping all over the place and, like, trying to get out of the water. Meanwhile, while it's trying to get out of the water, it's jumping around in the water and, like, jumping in, jumping out. You know, like, freaking out that it's gonna, like, get into the water. Um, and I'm just like, that's kind of what it seems like. You know, people get anxious, they get scared, they start, like, freaking out and jumping and bouncing around all over the place and they're not thinking clearly I mean all that cat had to do was not walk forward into the water but instead it jumped into it and then jumped out and jumped around and like oh my goodness it's like you know just chill um all people really need to do is chill sometimes it's like dude it doesn't have to be that that intent you know like I don't know, like, I don't, I don't, I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around, around different, different things like that, um, but, you know, I wish, you know, everybody in our LGBT community to, you know, feel safe, feel respected, feel seen, feel heard, uh, feel at peace during this Pride Month, um, and hopefully everybody can find something that suits them, something that they're, you know, passionate about. Um, for me, I'm mostly just going to focus on my own stuff. And, uh, you know, the things I've, I've been wanting to do. Um, I love, you know, the party with my friends and stuff, but... Um, like I mentioned, this, this is, a. it's going to be a different year. Last year was weird too, because, you know, there was pride, but we were all still kind of like, um, isolating or social distancing or whatever it's called. Um, and, um... Yeah, I didn't know what to expect for this year. And so yeah, like it's it's good. I'm I'm having a good time. I haven't gone to anything as far as events yet. I'm not gonna do that till Saturday. And then um from Saturday through like the twenty fourth, I'll pretty much I'll pretty much be doing stuff. And um yeah, it should be it should be pretty exciting. Um and yeah, I don't know. Check out some of the laws that are out there, guys. Like I think this is a good month to, you know, become educated on stuff, you know, participate in activism, positive activism, activism that actually helps society not activism that's bringing people down um but yeah um I think it's important and yes I am up on my soapbox today but um you know I think you know sometimes you know I, I I'm not trying to be too politically correct I gotta speak my mind and you know I do have my own convictions on things of the way I live my own life and you know I try not to live in a lot of hatred and deception and manipulation and just negative energies I try to be very aware of all the negativity around me but you know, try to definitely spread more love than anything, um, like, I'm not perfect at it, but I think most people who know me kind of get, get me and kind of get that I'm, I'm for them, you know, like, when I don't see my friends, I miss them, even if I don't talk to them, I'm, I'm gonna miss them, um, you know, like, I've had some messages from some friends this week, and, yeah, this week that, you know, some people I've, uh, from San Diego that, you know, I've been missing, and it was nice to hear from them, and, 
like, yeah, like, you know, I'm ready to kind of get back down there in all honesty. Um, the whole process here in LA is taking a lot longer than expected, but also I'm getting a lot done and, you know, still working on my health and stuff too and learning a lot about myself along the way. So, all right, guys, I'm going to move on to something else because it's getting late and I don't want to spend all night recording pods, but um, that's my daily episode for today. Um, I haven't had some stuff I needed to read today. I haven't read yet, so I'm going to read the next section of what I need later on. Uh, Hopefully tomorrow. I don't really know yet. And then, uh, yeah, just, um, I don't know. I hope this doesn't rub people the wrong way. I'm just, you know, it's kind of what's on my mind. Um, You know, I watch a lot of queer content, so, you know. I've been catching up with a lot of stuff, and it's always good to see, you know, a lot of the creators out there that I kind of started listening to or watching their stuff and seeing how a lot of them, a lot of them are very successful and doing big things for the community and for themselves. I love seeing it. I love it. I'm, I'm just loving it. You know, uh, I have a couple Patreons that I subscribe to, and it's amazing. Um, and, I mean, I like I like Jade Fox and Ashley Gavin. I subscribe to both of their Patreons. Um, there's a lot of other, you know, creators that I like, but... Those are two of the main ones that I follow. Um, And yeah, it's some good stuff. But um, all right, I'm going to cut this for now. Uh, That's it for now. Thanks for listening.